Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, where we feature the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Internationalization is a gradual process in which firms, having built up a strong domestic base, learn how to export to serve foreign markets before investing directly in a low-cost location. In this process, innovation, productivity and policies play an important role in achieving a positive outcome. Assistant Professor Amanda Jacobson from SMU's School of Economics, whose areas of expertise include international trade, multinational companies and general equilibrium theory, has recently completed a research paper called Export Learning and Foreign Direct Investment with Heterogeneous Firms. In the paper, Professor Jacobson studied how policy changes such as stronger patent protection and trade liberalisation affect innovation, technology transfer and consumer welfare. She presents a dynamic general equilibrium model that shows how heterogeneous firms can innovate, learn how to export and eventually become multinational firms. In this podcast, Professor Jacobson shares the key findings of her research and how companies can benefit from it. Professor, can you share with us why you chose to undertake research into this topic? My main interest that, that started me to work on, on this project was uh, that I'm interested in multinational firms. So first of all, multinational firms, they account for about 70% of world trade. Um, so they dictate a lot the goods that we can buy, the prices we pay for those goods. And um, these firms also have a lot of power. So they hire people, they provide jobs, they provide goods, and they also um, provide the technology that is embedded in those goods. And uh, um, also when it comes to issues such as uh, um, pharmaceutical companies, they also provide necessary medicines for people. So it's something that has a big impact on, on our lives. And since they produce in many different countries, it's a challenge both for economics, but also for, for the politics of countries. You know, what happens to local competitors, um, you know, which rules applies to, to these companies. In your research, you came up with a dynamic general equilibrium model. Can you explain the purpose of this model? Yes, so in, in economics, we, we build models. Um, so there's something called a partial equilibrium model, which uh, tries to capture only a part of a market, for example, for just one good. Um, what a general equilibrium model is, is that it's a model of a whole economy. So you have different goods, you can even have different industries, you have a labor market, you have an asset market. So what you do in that kind of model is that you look at how, um, for example, the price of a good is going to affect workers producing the good, workers buying the good, how it affects the value of the firm, etc. So I'm interested in seeing how multinational firms affect a country as a whole, how it affects consumers' welfare, how it affects innovation, how it affects technology spreading from one country to another. And for that, I need to build a model of the whole economy. What were the key findings of your research? So what I find in this paper is that the internationalization process is very important, not just for firms, but also for consumers. And what I mean by this internationalization process is how a product goes from being innovated and sold in one country to being sold to um, many different countries and then eventually being produced in other countries as well. So we have to think about consumers that first of all they get access to new goods when they are being exported and produced in different countries. 
So they get to buy wider variety of goods, and variety usually makes us happier as consumers. And also, um, when newly invented products can become produced in, in countries with a lower wage, which is what we have with multinational production, the prices that we as consumers pay become lower. So what I find is that policy changes um, that speeds up this internationalization process. These are our policies that benefit us as consumers. So for one key result that I find is that stronger intellectual property rights protection in, in developing countries, this is one of those policies that speeds up this internationalization process. Um, so you know, when a multinational firm finds that their product doesn't so easily become imitated, they're more willing to put production in, in that country. Um, and another key issue that I find is that when this internationalization process is faster, when it, it's speeding up, it means that in the innovating country, when you move production to another country, it frees up labor resources to wor so workers can move into innovation instead of being st well, stuck in, so to speak, production. So this benefits consumers worldwide because then with more innovation, we get access to more new products. What lessons can companies in Singapore draw from your research? Singapore is a small country, right? So um, accessing foreign markets is, is key for a small country. Um, but something that is important is that it takes time to learn how to access a, a new market via exports. You need to set up a distribution network and eventually if you want to move production to that country, you have to learn how to adapt production to that market or that country. And this is something that takes time and it also requires labor to do so. It's important for firms to invest this time and invest this labor in setting up this distribution network and eventually um, adapt production to other countries. I think one key aspect that I want to highlight is that what actually matters for the market that you choose uh, for your product. And again, something that I find is that the strength of intellectual property rights in that market is key for the high-tech firms. For example, for biotech firms, which is a big industry for Singapore. And it's even more so important when you decide um, which country you want to put up a factory in. So it's not just about finding a place that has low wages and the right skill of the workers. It's also about finding a, a country that has a favorable environment for multinational production. And intellectual property rights protection is key um, in that aspect because especially as a biotech firm, you, you're afraid of um, having your product being imitated um, by another firm. What suggestions do you have for companies in Singapore to become more innovative and productive so that they can learn to become exporters first before eventually set up operations overseas? A key finding from my research is that firms innovate more um, when they can focus less on production. So um, when production is located in another country, you can use the labor um, that used to work in production and you can move that labor into innovative activities instead. And again, um, what's important is that this is not a process that, that you can do quickly. It takes time and you need to hire labor um, to go through this internationalization process. But it's, um, it's a costly investment, but it's, um, it's usually ben beneficial for firms. Thank you, Professor. Thank you. Thank you.